Driving it home with Patty Vasquez, Patty Vasquez. From global conflicts to greenhouse gases, the folks refusing to wear masks says, and politicians getting caught grabbing asses says, she's driving it home with Patty Vasquez. Well, what have you guys been up to today? Because uh, I definitely was keeping uh, my one ear and one eye on the proceedings today in the house. Whew! I, I did have to take a break from work. Uh, I took a lunch break and uh, made it myself a batch of popcorn. I paused. Uh, I paused the action uh, when I saw Lauren Bobert take the podium, and I was like, "Oh, I, I need some. I need some popcorn for this." And uh, and man, what a complete chaos! Uh, and I get that uh, for us, it is. It is. There is some delight to it, and I there were moments that I just broke out laughing because it's it's just so surreal and bizarre that one they didn't have to keep taking the votes uh, today I mean I don't know what I don't know what McCarthy's end game is here if nothing has changed except for today I think that one more person one person voted present uh, there was kind of back and forth on whether or not 19 or 20 people were voting for uh, for Brian what's his name uh, I don't know the guy from from Florida um, I don't know what their plan is if nobody has reached out to McCarthy and said, okay, this is what's going to take. This is how I'll change my mind. But instead, it seemed to me, and if you were watching, let me know what you think. It did seem like there was an escalation of tension between the uh, the 20 that are holding out and voting against McCarthy and choosing different speakers. Now, two days in a row, they've chosen two different people, uh, Jim Jordan yesterday and Byron, I have to look up his name, but, uh, but it's, if no one is offering to blink then okay so after they took the first vote apparently at any point someone could make a motion to let's suspend the voting but of course the democrats want to let this continue to play out and there weren't enough republic there's not going to be enough republicans to say let's stop the bleeding because they also need if i'm not mistaken there's a lot of coverage on this and a lot of conversations and a lot of tweeting but they need 218 votes in order to stop so they have adjourned until i believe eight o'clock eastern tonight that's the last i'd heard but the speakers that got up today uh in order to uh express their disdain for electing McCarthy. It was uh it was interesting. I know at least there was Scott Perry and Lauren Bobert and the Lauren Bobert basically said, you know, Trump is, you know, calling each of us trying to convince us to vote for for McCarthy and she's like he should be calling but not us. And oh, and then this woman Cat from Florida. Uh it was so funny cuz she was sitting behind Lauren Bobert and I was wondering if that woman was also elected or working as an aide for somebody. I wasn't sure what her role was. I thought she did a great job now that I know that she disagrees with Lauren Bobert. I thought that she did a great job of uh, not making any facial expressions. I was wondering if I could do that. If I could sit behind somebody that I am tussling with, because that's what they're doing right now. They are battling it out between the 20 far left, the extremists, the never McCarthyists. Uh, and, and this woman, Kat, was sitting behind her and she made no facial expressions. A couple people behind her. Uh, I was like, man, I could not. I don't have that good of a poker face. I mean, I know I would be. This is maybe why I, I am not going to get elected ever. Or maybe I won't run is I can't keep my thoughts to myself. I mean, I would be able to be quiet, but I know I would be rolling my eyes and, you know, 
Uh, and believe me, there are a few people in the chamber that are expressing themselves vocally, uh, especially during Kat's speech when she she said that uh, the Democrats are enjoying this. You can tell that by all the popcorn blankets and alcohol that's rolling in here. And that was when it got a little ruckus because I don't blame a Democrats take that because she says evidenced by. Right. So that goes in the record and they want it struck. And I believe it that that's what they were clamoring about. And then, of course, she's all haughty. It's, there's no order. There's no order. There's no order. And yeah, lady, you just I mean, the whole language of Legislation, legislators, right? They say things like with all due respect or uh, to the gentlewoman or the uh, my colleague, you know, that kind of language. Uh, that was it's not. And I get it. Right. We watch Parliament in England and we see them yelling at each other and they are very vocal when they have disdain for what someone is saying. Uh, they don't hold back. But it is all falling apart. And part of me is really delighting in this uh, chaos. But. It also means that work isn't getting done. And now I realize, you know what, that, but that's what they want. That's what those the 20 want. They have been banging the drum of you can't trust government. Government doesn't do anything. Politicians are crooked. They've fed into the cynicism uh, of, of apathy, of uh, people who think it doesn't matter anyway. It's a swamp, all those things. They've been the party of no. They've been the party that doesn't want to govern. And now they've got it. There's there's nothing that can be done in the House of Representatives right now in Congress. So congratulations. Uh, they've achieved that. And, and now and I've hated this even when I've gone down to Springfield and been in the chamber when in either house, the upper or the lower, the House or the Senate, where they give these these speeches and they bloviate about one thing or another. And, and look, there are some things that are kind of trivial, uh, especially when it's when someone is retiring or, or going to be stepping down or not going to be serving in, the, in that chamber anymore. There was one, oh, I can't remember the guy's name, he was from Macomb. They spent three and a half hours just giving speeches about, you know, the story about that one time when we were voting on this thing or we were in a car ride, we were in a snowstorm. And I messaged a couple of legislators. I was like, dudes, rent out a bowling alley, buy this guy a bouquet and get off my dime. But they all want to be on the record for saying these things. And I mean, that, so that's the whole the whole kit and caboodle for some of these folks is to be on the record or to get something struck from the record. Uh, but to see this unfolding at this level, uh, yes, there is schadenfreude. There is a little bit of, uh, you know, reaping and sowing, all that stuff. This is what they've cultivated for, for years. And I agree with a lot of the listeners who are texting in about the conversation that Joan was having with Spencer. Uh, one listener says, I have Spencer back. That's the best conversation I've heard on this. And one thing that, that jumped out at me was when he was talking about what we all, for the most part, have agreed is acceptable behavior. You know, when you take away the idea that somebody should have some integrity, that we should treat each other with a certain amount of respect and kindness. I mean, it just, I get that there are people that are, uh, you know, anarchists and they, they want complete chaos. But I thought, I, I, was, I was like Spencer, like, I, I, I kind of have this goody two shoes, kumbaya idea that, that people can, at their essence are capable of being good. And what we are seeing from people like Lauren Boebert and uh, Matt Gates and, you know, for, for whatever Marjorie. 
Trader Green, all the like none of them are doing this for the good of all. Like that's the the essence of public service. And I know, I know, I know there are a lot of people in it for themselves or they intend to get in there and do right by people and then they're manipulated by power and money and, and they they start to fold back on their own integrity, their own plans, their own promises. But this is beyond the pale, the way some of these folks behave and to the at the expense of the American people doing right by people. Uh, they do not have uh, – they have no – dignity whatsoever. And I don't know that uh, Spencer was saying that there there should be a time of reckoning down the road where they take responsibility for the harm that they have caused. I don't know if they're going to have that kind of self-awareness. I just I, people really do not enjoy and I enjoy, but a lot of people are actually not capable of saying they did something wrong. I don't see any of these folks being able to say, you know, that was a, that was a mistake on my part. I took that too far. I shouldn't have said that. Uh, you know, look, people were shot in, in a bar in Colorado simply because they enjoy being themselves. At a drag event, because of the hateful speech, like Lauren Boebert, Matt Gates, Jim Jordan, like all these people... That leads to this violence. Is it directly? I mean, like, was there one thing that any one of them said? No. Is it a general energy? Is it that that emboldening, creating spaces where people can be hateful? Yeah, that plays a big part of it. Let's take a break here. Got your calls coming in. Dave and Jim are on hold. Let me uh, get to a break. And uh, phone lines are open. You can also text us at 773-763-9278. That number again, 773-763-WCPT is how uh, you can join the conversation anytime. We want to thank the sponsors of these conversations. Thank you to Aqua Brewing for making these conversations possible and uh, being a sponsor from almost the very beginning. You can go to the Patty Vasquez show page. We have pinned the locations. Uh, our beer Sherpa, Jerry, uh, keeps track of where Monaco Brewing and Progressive Brews are available in the Chicagoland area. So visit uh, that, that page to get uh, all the information. We also want to thank our friends at Kids Above All, helping kids reach their potential. Kids who have survived just some of the worst experiences, trauma, loss of a family member, uh, being without a parent for whatever reason, um, help them reach their potential by visiting kidsaboveall.org. And we also want to thank Warren Brees, who's coming in from European and U.S. Car Service. He's going to join us at 6 o'clock. I hope he remembers. But he'll be joining us at 6. If you have anything that goes on with your car, make Warren your first. If you get an accident, have that number ready from Warren, and I'll I'll have him give you the number. But uh, it's it's, uh, European and U.S. Car Service over over by there, 4080 North Broadway. Way. And uh, thank you so much for joining us. We'll be right back after this on WCPT 820 Heartland Signal, which you can watch live streaming on our Facebook page. This is Barry Maltz with a small business radio show. And like you, I've had a lot of businesses over the last 25 years. First, I went out of business. Then I got kicked out by my two partners. Then I sold my last business and I was able to pay back the bank the $1.3 million I owed them. And funny enough, my wife tells me I got her back just about the same time. Join me Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. right here on WCPT 820, where I show you how to get your small business unstuck, grow the company you've always wanted, and finally make the money that you deserve. Chicago's Progressive Talk, WCPT 820, where facts matter. 
Hi, this is Kirk Bankstead from the Minocqua Brewing Company, and I sell progressive beer like AOC IPA and Bernie Brew, a lovingly irascible Democratic Socialist lager. A percentage of the proceeds of every beer I sell goes to helping keep Wisconsin blue and driving the Trump cult out of our state. Enjoy a great craft beer and help your dysfunctional neighbor to the north get its democracy back. Now available at Arminetti Wine and Spirits in Woodstock, Illinois, and Famous Liquors in Lombard, as well as in Chicago at A&S Wine and Spirits, Back of the Yards, and Grand and Western Liquors, Ukrainian Village. Please drink responsibly. Patty Vasquez is taking your calls now at 773-763-9278. Driving it home with Patty Vasquez now on WCPT 820. Yeah, it's been quite the day. Uh, six, the sixth vote came and went without selecting a new Speaker of the House. The numbers uh, really didn't change. The only difference today was that one member, uh, a rep from uh, from Indiana, decided to vote present. Doesn't really change things. Uh, you know, the Democrats could vote present as well. Either way, the Republicans, unless there's some sort of uh, miraculous uh, meeting uh, between a few of the Dems and uh, some of the, and I, I don't want the Republicans. I, I don't see anything that we should be bending on at all. And as one commentator said last night when a uh, host you know, proposed, hey, do you think that, you know, maybe there is some bipartisan uh, candidate that uh, everyone can agree on? And they said, well, the last time that happened, uh, they turned out to be a child molester. So, yeah, Dennis Hastert wasn't a, a great choice, but they were a bipartisan choice. Hey, Dave, what's on your mind? Hey, Patty. Hey. Today, uh, I was reading in the paper up in the, my old stopping grounds, and they always had this, you know, like, history you know, on this date. And you realize today's date, January 4th, in 2007, Nancy Pelosi was elected the first female Speaker of the House as the Democrats took control of Congress. Wow. Just you know, a little FYI. And then, like when you were saying about the, the shot in Freud and that, it feels good. And then it, I kind of thought, isn't it only fitting? These are the same party that wanted to muck up our elections and stuff with recounts and vote after yeah. and and it's kind of poetic justice, wouldn't you say? Did you hear somebody count? I think it was during the fifth vote uh, as the numbers were rolling up and Jeffries reached 212. Someone yelled, stop the count. Stop the count. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that? Yeah, what is it, after six now? It's a, six. It's, uh, McCarthy, he's kind of getting to be like the Susan Lucci of the speakership already. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and he apparently doesn't know how math works because he says, I still have the most votes. I mean, he might mean that he has the most votes amongst Republican candidates, but uh, Jeffries, Hakeem Jeffries, has more votes than he does. He has 212, and that has stuck. Uh, the Democrats have all shown up to vote, and McCarthy has 201. So I don't know if he realizes that he has not. Um, Jeffries has won every single time, just that not the number you need to actually. That, uh, you might be using that Donald Trump's <laughs> formula. Right. <laughs> We had all these calls, but um, <clears throat> the one that, and then that that George Santos, you know that piece of garbage that he, um, I got to thinking of. Do you remember the, back when when they had those old Isuzu ads with the character Joe Isuzu? I love that guy with a perpetual smile and sending yeah, the, yeah. like the real car salesman. Yeah, yep. He yep. was on that show Empty Nest line, for a while. I think <laughs> I can really do this, yeah. huh? Yeah. That you played like a lion slimeball car salesman. Yes. David Leisure, the actor, but uh, he was great. And he had that, like you say, that phony smile, embellished statements, and that phrase, you can trust me. <laughs> exactly. And and um, I don't know how many of you guys remember that anyway, but I just, that kind of made me think of that. And then 
if you wanted to end it with songs, he could have had him, uh, Santos could be elected with the Three Dog Night song, Liar, you know? <laughs> or, or else uh, Kevin McCarthy, you know, if he doesn't, he should also play that song, I'm a Loser, from the Beatles. Yeah, it's uh, it, it it's really it's craptastic is the only way I can really put it. <laughs> it's, and, uh, so yes. we can get to the others real quick. Uh, yesterday, when you and Scott were talking, you mentioned about uh, was it McCarthy or something saying the GD, you know that uh, that, and you had said that like if you wouldn't put on a show anywhere, even like South and that, that that you weren't were ever to use that right that word, you know God, you know yeah GD yeah. Um, I wonder how they felt years ago when that song by Steppenwolf, The Pusher, played. (laughs) You know? Yep. (laughs) Just a thought. (laughs) Anyway, let me get off and get to to the other. Thanks for joining us. And uh, we've got, by the way, we have our car guy coming up. If you have any car questions, feel free to call back, Dave. Okay. Awesome. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let's get to uh, Roosevelt. Hey, Roosevelt, what's on your mind, my friend? Patty, Patty, thank you for taking my call. Have a happy new year again. I'm tired of saying that. That's, I think that's the last time I'm going to say that. <laughs> Fair. Uh, but uh, I'm going to get it, dedicate this song to Dave, the one that just called, since he was the one who's he was giving me a lot of uh, songs that I I have on 45, such as uh, Liar by Three Dog Night and uh, the other one that he mentioned. All those songs. The Be- oh, the Beatles also. I got that on... Uh, LP, so I got all the Beatles albums. Uh, anyway, so this one I want to dedicate especially for Dave and especially for my buddy Brian. Uh, and that is Karma. Mm-hmm. Instant Karma by John Lennon. Okay. So, uh, you guys talk about Schadenfreude and all that, but I call it Karma. And uh, I think it's really more reaping what you sow. I, I mean, they created this. This was the intention was to decimate a functioning government. And they that's today. Precisely my point. But let me tell you, you were saying that you don't know why these people don't have courtesy and respect for each other, such as the way things were conducted prior to Trump. And that's precisely the point. Trump. That's one. But also, these people, where they come from, they're used to being bullies. They came in. Remember, they've taken away the uh, metal detectors, right? And what, what is the one thing that, that Trader Green wanted? To carry a weapon, and, and, uh, and uh, Pelosi went against it. She, you know, and then also the mask. Remember, they didn't want to wear masks either. Right. They came in. It's, it's called in Spanish, conchibarras. Meaning with chaps, you know how you know what chaps are like the cowboys. The, uh, the that have no that have no behind on them. Yeah, we we said <laughs> this in Mexico, in the north part of Mexico. They came wearing chaps and said, they just run everybody over, bulldoze everybody, and that's precisely my point. That's why they don't have it in them to be courteous, to be uh, respectful to their fellow uh, Congress people. Remember when they came in, especially those two particular women. Uh, Trader Green and Bulger. Remember, Trader Green wanted to start some stuff with AOC simply because she's used to wearing a weapon, always carrying weapons, and that gives them that that sense of feeling that everybody's going to be intimidated by you. Remember, she followed the was it her that followed that uh, that, that that kid from high school? Uh, I seen the video. Uh, uh, David Hogg. I think his name first name is David. I'm not sure. 
You know what's so bizarre about that? I was just looking up. Yes, she would chase him down like an AOC. She would, you know, be taunting her and talking through her mailbox. And she was chasing David Hogg uh, down the street. By the way, you bring up there was something. I don't know if you saw this, but Laura Looper, Loomer, whatever her name is, Loopy DeGaio. uh, I don't know. I'm not familiar with this woman, but apparently she's very angry. She's a never McCarthyer. And she wrote an open letter to Marjorie Trader Greene. And called her a hog hunting divorcee, and now I just realized that that is that the tie-in is that she's hunting down David. I, I was trying to figure out like it was an interesting uh, way to throw shade. I just didn't know where it came from. She, she's. Yeah, I, I think that that refers to David Hogg. Oh no, she actually is a hog hunter. Hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant that she, because she was following David Hogg. So let me get back to this. Yes. So now it's going to get back to Trump because they don't respect, not not the respect, but it's going to get to the point where they don't believe in Trump because this is what you guys have been saying all day. Because he's a loser, like what the Beatles said in that song. But, um, but, but that's precisely my point. These people are not used to that. It's not in them. No. It is not in him. And it's not into Trump either. You think you could change Trump? I mean, my mom, I, I bump, bump heads with my mom. Because she, she says, I cannot, understand, I cannot understand why a man that's 74, 75 doesn't have heart. You know, either. I said, Ma, he's been doing this for decades. Yep. That's the way it's in him. Yeah. It's in him. It's, it's, in, it's in his DNA. I go, it goes back to his father and probably grandfather. I go, it's in them. That's the way they treat people. They've been doing that for generations. And it's passed on to Junior. And by the way, I'm going to make a prediction on your show. Okay. Junior is going to run for something. Oh, yeah. I, he's But he is losing his ever-loving mind on social media. Have you seen? There's one where he does air quotes through, for like sentence after sentence after sentence after sentence. I don't know what he's yeah. saying because I'm so distracted by his hands. It's very strange. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so let me tell you where he's getting his uh, his schooling from. His girlfriend. Uh, what's her name? Uh, what, what the heck is her name? Boyle? Or, I, I don't know. I can't think of her name. The, the, I, did she, wasn't she in the media? Uh, Junior's uh, girlfriend. What the hell is? Oh yeah, I, I can't remember her name, but the, with the one that was screaming at one of their events. Yeah, the yeah. best is yet to come. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. <laughs> Galilla I don't know how you say her name, but yeah, I'm, you know, I'm terrible yeah, with yeah, names in general, so it's not really. So, yeah. So that's I'm making a prediction. He's going to run for something. I don't know what it is, but he's running for something. You know, he's, he's preparing himself. Hey, wait a minute. You know, and 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 Trump can't talk for you know. He can't finish a sentence, so he's been getting a schooling from his uh, from his girlfriend. That that's my prediction that he's going to run, but but I don't understand. Maybe you can decipher something for me, and I, I'm going to shut it down here as far as me talking. I'm confused. First, Trump says that he that he's supporting um, McCarthy. Now, the the what Bobert was saying it is that. You know, that he wants McCarthy to, to quit or something to that effect. I thought I read something. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, so, so but, but one thing we, I do know for sure when it comes down to elections and people that he supports, he plays both sides. So you can say, see, see. So, I mean, it's easy. It'd be like me betting on the Cubs and then betting against, uh, uh, against the Cubs, uh, the, the team that they're playing. 
I mean, I'm, bet, I'm putting bets on both. That's what Trump does because he wants a sure thing. That's, yep. that's what, I, what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. I agree. That's it. I'll, I'll let it go because right. I, I, I take up too much of your time. Thank, thank you, Roosevelt. Have a lovely evening. I get the gym before we do traffic. Thank you, Roosevelt. Let me get the gym. Hey, Jim, what's on your mind, my friend? Besides being a gigantic COVID spreading event, none of these people can leave their seat for God knows how know. maybe another month. They'll have to take their blood pressure when they get out of there. But uh, thank God the 4,000-page bill passed on Friday yep. to fund the government till September, and the money for Ukraine was in there. I'm sure that Pelosi was aware of these lunatics and got wind of the, you know, they, there was no way that they couldn't pass that immediately. And thank God for the 14-level uh, Republican House members that voted for it. And uh, that's why Biden was saying there's a little bipartisanship there. Thank God, because otherwise, can you imagine this bill blowing in the wind for another, until they finally... Uh, Pull the fire alarm there and maybe get about half a mile. Maybe you can get a vote with about 15 people in the place. I think you got to be on the floor to win. If you leave the floor, you can win somehow. So if he could get a diversion tactic, he could probably win. But what I, I heard that Scalia is supposed to be the Republican choice. This, the, the, the big money Republicans went Scalia. I don't know what that means. But we're headed for another shutdown in September. It looks like, uh, like in 2011. I hope that, but these people are so out of their minds that uh, they'd love to do it. Just their publicity oh, yeah. and their, yeah. face, their Facebook Just, page and look, and, and get a, get a following get, and uh, and whatever uh, uh, whatever device they could get, and that's all they care about. Yep, Jim. Uh, this is else. this is this is a harbinger. The last few days are a harbinger of things to come uh, in the year and the years to come from this Republican Party. I've got to run to the the break, Jim. Okay, Thanks, Thank Thanks. you so much. When we come back, we're going to talk to Dan Schaefer from the Recombobulation Area in just a few moments. There's new information. New information. It's how every day starts. Need for information. Get the info you need from Santita Jackson. Weekday morning starting at 6 on WCPT 820. Because facts matter. You're listening to WCPT 820. You're listening to Driving It Home with Patty Baskin on WCPT 820. And we are going to drive it home with Dan Schaefer, the creator and writer of the Recombobulation Area. You can follow him on Twitter. Stay up to date on all things uh, going on in Wisconsin and elsewhere. Uh, hi, Dan. How are you doing? Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Patty. Doing well. Thanks for having me back on the show. Absolutely. Sorry. I realized I was like, oh, I mean, the holiday weeks just kind of got away from me. Um, I've been scattered. And you have you have little ones. So I, I love when you say uh, good morning, parents, at a very early time of day. That's right. That's my tweet that I send out very early on Saturday morning uh, <laughs> when no one else but parents should be awake before 7. <laughs> I feel like raising my hand sometimes, but sometimes I don't see it till later, and I'm like, well, that's too late. <laughs> but I see you. I see you. And uh, I, I see that one of your uh, one of your legislators uh, spoke yesterday. At the, was it was it? Did someone speak from Wisconsin? Yes. Right. You guys had was it Mike Gallagher. Uh, was that was that today? That was today. What, God, all of these counts in the uh, for the speaker, uh, it's all blending together. Tell us about uh, Wisconsin's part in trying to pick a speaker in D.C. 
Yeah, there's always a Wisconsin connection with everything, right? There always has to be some little weird Wisconsin connection. And uh, Mike Gallagher, a representative from the uh, northeast uh, part of the state, from Green Bay, uh, he introduced Kevin McCarthy for a vote. Uh, I believe it was the fourth vote that he lost uh, in this ongoing saga to uh, to try to pick a new uh, Speaker of the House that he uh, he doesn't doesn't appear to have those votes. Uh, Mike Gallagher brought him in today, and you know he he kind of defended the process that they're going through by saying you know democracy democracy is supposed to be ugly. Democracy is supposed to be. Uh, like this, which is just a terrific spin, just like uh, <laughs> just an all time right spin uh, to just like def- in defense of chaos, <laughs> right? <laughs> to be kind of the, uh, the the message he was going with there. Yeah, and we actually have a listener who uh, we have a troll that jumps on, and for whatever reason, just wants to. I thought you know this is democracy. I thought you guys liked democracy. Yeah, but apparently we're better at it. <laughs> That's all there is to it. Right. We, I mean, for a hundred right. years, everyone that put their hat in the ring won because it's also shows leadership ability. Whether it is knowing that you have the votes, convincing people that you, you are the right person for the job, trading whatever it is, and he traded away a bunch, and it still wasn't enough. They just don't want him. Uh, I mean, but you don't take the vote if you don't think you have enough to cross the finish line. You know what I mean? Right. And we have had, you know, these last couple months when Republicans could have been having these arguments, getting their ducks in a row that, you know, this is, you know, largely a procedural type of vote yeah. uh, with the expectation that, you know, you want to hit the ground running and come in and, and do the things that you campaigned on to to flip the house, uh, you know, and get their small margin, much smaller margin than uh, anyone expected. Um, and, uh, you know, we're stuck in this holding pattern until they, they figure out what they're going to do. Well, that's the thing is the, the idea that, uh, you know, chaos is this is this is how the sausage is made, you know, and everyone gets. No, we're, what we're seeing is you don't have the ability to convince 20 people that they should vote for you. And you don't have the ability to step aside and let and let the sausage get finished. I don't that's not a great metaphor. I don't know if I needed to bring brats into this whole conversation, but there it is. <laughs> well, you're talking to somebody from Wisconsin, so I, it's it's a it's a familiar metaphor for me. But you know, it's uh, it's 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 ridiculous. It's you know, it, it, we should be, be getting past this and, and you know, starting to get to work by now. But um, such as the such as it is with uh, this current group of Republicans. Yeah, no doubt about it. And, you know, you guys also, we, we, we're watching some of the inaugurations from around the country. I know DeSantis had his and, and Evers had his. And then, I'm sorry, I'm trying to understand what speech someone, was it the Speaker of the Wisconsin Legislature that wanted to say that, uh, you know, it's okay to give rich people uh, to reward them with tax breaks? Was that, he he doesn't want to do a flat, t- he, he says flat tax are not uh, burdensome, and whatever. So I, I was trying to understand his logic. What was he trying to say? Yeah, so we had, uh, you know, the, the governor was, Governor Evers was inaugurated for his second term, uh, yesterday at the Wisconsin State Capitol in Madison. Uh, so that was really the headline event of the day, but also, you know, Robin Voss, the leader of the Wisconsin, leader of the Wisconsin Assembly was elected again to be the speaker. Uh, 
Uh, he, it, you know, didn't quite face the uh, type of opposition that McCarthy has, but he did. He did not get all the 64 Republicans in the legislature uh, to vote for him either. Oh. Uh, but he got enough to get, you know, a pretty clear majority, and we have some pretty gerrymandered maps here in Wisconsin. So, the, you know, if that's that's how things go here. Uh, but he gave a speech uh, outlining some of his priorities for the legislature in this coming session. Uh, and one of the things that Republicans were that have talked about since the election uh, in in the legislature in Wisconsin is wanting to implement a flat tax. Now, this was something that was brought up during the campaign, and uh, uh, we wrote about it at the recombination area. And Republicans acted incredulous towards us, saying, "Oh, this isn't an actual proposal. This isn't something that they've endorsed." You know, but a flat tax being, uh, you know, in Wisconsin would effectively mean a big tax break for the rich. Uh, you know, the the only policy that Republicans ever seem to come up with for economic policy is, is Barack, Barack Obama joked when he was in uh, Milwaukee saying that, uh, you know, if a meteor was headed towards Earth, uh, Republicans would say, you know, uh, why don't we cut taxes for the rich? Um, and so <laughs> yeah. that's that's essentially what's what's happening uh, in the uh, Wisconsin legislature right now. And as, as Robin Voss gave this speech yesterday, and I pointed this out uh, to some of our friends at Heartland Signal that he had this quote saying, "Just to be clear, a flat tax is not about rewarding the wealthy." Even though there's absolutely nothing wrong with that, you know, so it's uh, it's just an ongoing um, you know saga of. Um, of uh, Republicans in Wisconsin uh, wanting to cut taxes for the rich. Okay, but what do you do? You guys have what's your tax rate? Do you guys have a progressive tax? We do have a progressive tax. Um, you know the the and we do have uh, you know uh, I, I think I don't know they actually made mention of some neighboring states uh, like Illinois like <laughs> and like Michigan. He he said that. Uh, you know, some uh, Democratic states have have more of a flat tax structure. I'm not as familiar, of course, with with what's going on in, in other states. But we do have a progressive tax structure in Wisconsin, and implementing a flat tax, uh, as our research uh, from Marquette professor Phil Rocco, who wrote at the uh, Recombination Area, broke down. This would effectively mean uh, a massive tax break for the, the wealthiest in the state of Wisconsin. Yes. Well, to, to give you a little bit of context, so our, we, we had the progressive tax on the ballot in 2020, and Ken Griffin, who's a outrageously wealthy billionaire, pumped in about $54 million to spread misinformation about it, that it was going to actually raise taxes, even though it was going to drop taxes on people who earn less, less than a quarter million dollars. And, you know, the thing is, and the the idea that we should have a flat tax and everyone pays the same rate actually goes against the ideals of capitalism, but that's neither here nor there. But it was, it was basically killed by rich people sp- spreading lies. So we continue to have a flat tax of about 5%. And I've often used places like Wisconsin and Minnesota as examples of where, you know, you, because the amount of wealth that the top 3% has been able to accumulate since the night, I mean, their income has gone up by 110% since the 1970s. And for the middle class, it has flatlined. And so, I mean, it, it, there's no way to regain that ground, but at least we can move in the right direction with a progressive tax. And you guys are actually a great example because you have a massive surplus in Wisconsin, don't you? Right. Yeah, we do have a surplus in Wisconsin. It's it's pretty interesting. You mentioned Minnesota as well. We have about a six and a half billion dollar surplus uh, in Wisconsin heading into this session. And Minnesota, which as you mentioned, has a more progressive tax, 
they have, you know, unlike Wisconsin, accepted the uh, Medicaid expansion. They have a, like about a seventeen billion dollar surplus. Oh my god! Uh, so I think <laughs> I mean, Minnesota is, is always a pretty good, you know, uh, comparison point for Wisconsin to upper Midwestern states that took two very divergent paths uh, throughout the twenty tens. They had mostly Democratic leadership. We had mostly Republican leadership. They're a growing state with a huge surplus. We're a kind of a flat uh, growth state with uh, with a still you know a, a pretty solid surplus as well. Um, but uh, you know it's uh, it's it's a quite the comparison, and I think it's going to be an interesting one going into the ses- this session where Minnesota has uh, unified Repo- Democratic government and, and we have divided government here in Wisconsin. Yeah, I, I don't think that uh, if anyone's pointing at Illinois, I don't even know how anybody could point to Illinois. I and mean, look, we're getting on the right track. We're paying down our bills. We got into a hole with a governor, a Republican governor, who wanted to basically push his turnaround, his agenda through, which was crushing the unions. The top line of it was at the expense of social services and really the safety of a lot of people. And we're getting out of that hole. But anybody who tries to use Illinois as an example of why a flat tax is a good idea. <laughs> oh, no, no, I'll tell them, send them my way. I will. I will show them the charts. Well, that, that is one of the states that uh, our Republican <laughs> Assembly Speaker mentioned when he was saying this. And it was interesting the context in which that he was advancing this uh, as well, because he was talking about uh, enacting a flat tax as, as a way to deal with the the lack of population growth and, and, and our difficulty in, you know, kind of attracting and retaining uh, people in the state of Wisconsin, which... Is that I I just see that as a baffling argument for like I get, you know, you want to cut taxes. You're a conservative. That's great. But as an argument saying like, hey, move here. We have a flat tax. (laughs) At the same time, we have gotten rid of, you know, (laughs) rights for uh, reproductive freedom for women. We've gotten rid of rights for unions. We've gotten rid of. Uh, we've, you know, taken aim at cities like Milwaukee and Madison and their inability to, to make their own decisions about the way they want their local government to be structured and run. <laughs> you know, it's it's just it's it's baffling it, that that is the, uh, the the way that they're going to do that. And then part of Boss's uh, speech there, and he kind of went on this little tangent, and he's mentioned this before, but he's said that you know he did the the real concern that he has is getting, you know, uh, uh, people who have vacation homes to make sure that their primary residence is in the state of Wisconsin. I I don't know why this is such a major thing that he's been talking about uh, to get people, you know, who are, I guess, snowbirds instead of, uh, you know, having their primary residence in Wisconsin, have it be in like Florida or or Arizona or whatever. It's just a very bizarre, uh, (laughs) very bizarre thing. Uh, that he mentioned in, in, in a inauguration speech of all, of all places. Yeah, that's so. that's crazy. And I just I would love to see that brochure, you know, Wisconsin, come for the snowmobiling, the fishing, the hiking and the flat tax. It sounds very exciting. <laughs> Toss away your rights and come here for a flat tax. Right. I mean, and here's the thing. I mean, like, Wisconsin is a beautiful state. It's, it, I'm sorry, Illinoisans. It's prettier than, than Illinois. It just is. I've spent most of my summers since I was uh, from, the, from the age of four, or actually maybe even three, uh, whatever, from as long as I can remember until I was 16 years old, I spent every, almost every summer in Wisconsin and as much time as I can. It's just a pretty place to go. And, and I, I will tolerate the, uh, the people being annoyed by the Illinois plates. I'll take it. Whatever. Wisconsin, Wisconsin in the summer is a wonderful place, and we, we welcome all uh, uh, of our friends from the south. 
uh, even if we have our little nicknames. Uh, for, for those <laughs> little they're they're <laughs> by the way i mean like I one of my favorite on live radio okay. <laughs> I got, I got, I, second time today i've been on live radio and i almost got myself in trouble you did not i would have i would have been, i would have covered you fibs and fish are the ones that i'm most familiar with fibs i've known since i was a teenager fish was new to me did not know that it had escalated that that badly uh i mean look i was just a girl scout going to the house on the rock in spring green wisconsin to ride some horses so they weren't calling me that then so i fell in love with the state before i realized there was all this conflict have you ever heard fish tab? No, <laughs> fish tab. So what I know fish to be white, 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 uh, white tab. Oh, there's more. You can, you uh, can tab as well. Blank Illinois blank towing a boat. <laughs> well, again, also I've never I've swum I swam across uh, Lake Pleasant. Uh, I've never boated. Well, I, I used to have a sailboat. We used to do that anyway. I don't need to get into my 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 fun times in Wisconsin. We'll we'll do that when we get closer to summer because I do not go snowmobiling. Uh, I, I before we go, I want to thank first of all we've been talking to Dan Schaefer from the Recombobulation area. How can folks sign up to get uh, your newsletter? Yeah, you can find me on Substack. I publish the Recombobulation area usually weekly, sometimes more frequently than that. Uh, I had a I had a promotion going earlier this week that you know I'm looking only for free subscribers. If you want to if you want to pay, you got to wait another couple days. Okay. I'm looking to uh, to add those free subscribers. I'm joking, of course. You can of course uh, pay five bucks a month uh, to help support independent media covering politics on the left from a perspective on the left in Milwaukee and Wisconsin. Outstanding. Yes, please, please, folks, uh, join the subscription list, uh, support independent journalists, uh, local journalism. It's incredibly important. Oh, and one more thing before we go, actually, uh, I do want to uh, touch briefly on the Supreme Court race, because that's the thing that we have to be paying attention to in regards to, as you mentioned, one of the worst gerrymandered states in the country and the reversion, reversion of laws back to the 1800s for women's reproductive rights. How are things shaping up? Is it, are, is it getting louder as we head into the new year for the candidates running for Supreme Court? Yeah, I think the uh, yesterday was the uh, filing deadline to get your signatures to make sure you're on the ballot. So we are going to have four candidates uh, on the ballot for that primary, which will be in, on February 21st, and the general election will be uh, on April 4th. Uh, and there are two liberal candidates and two conservative candidates that will be on the ballot. Uh, they'll have their first uh, kind of uh, public forum uh, among those four candidates next week in Madison. So that uh, that race is going to uh, start to get serious over the next few weeks here. Uh, and that, as you mentioned, is is an incredibly important one. You know, I wrote about uh, I had a column last May at Heartland Signal saying that we had a chance over the next 12 months to restore our democracy in the state of Wisconsin. And step one was reelecting Governor Tony Evers. Done and done. Uh, step two was flipping that open state Supreme Court seat so that there would be a liberal majority uh, for the first time in quite a long time uh, for that court in the state of Wisconsin. So that is the best chance that we will have to address the ridiculously gerrymandered maps, address the ridiculously outdated laws that we have here, 
Uh, it's going to be any, one of the most important elections happening anywhere in the country yep. uh, that will happen right here in Wisconsin uh, over the next couple months. Outstanding. Thank you for that. Although I would contend that our uh, race for mayor of Chicago also very important. But yes, I think that for a much different reasons, uh, it's it's crucial that we help uh, make sure people are informed in Wisconsin about the primary for the Supreme Court races and do everything we can. Because I know that we've got some folks along the border that can still hear us and a lot of folks online. So let's get it done. Thank you so much, Dan. Follow Dan Schaefer yeah, we'll on Twitter. In Chicago, too, sometime, too. I'm, I'm interested. Oh, absolutely. All right. Want to talk next week? Let's do it. Excellent. Have a great rest of your weekend. I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you next Wednesday. Thank you so much. Be well. You too. Thanks, Dan. Let's take a break here. We'll come back in just a moment. We're driving you home till seven. I'm your host, Patty Vasquez. WCPT 820, Chicago's progressive talk, where facts matter. Home with Patty Vasquez on WCPT 820. I am so excited to welcome to our studio, Ward. Ward, my husband and I are arguing about how I say your last name. Price. I've been saying Price. 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 So it's I E, not E I. Price. 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 One S, too, by the way. Okay. Well, so don't yeah. hold on to the S either. Yeah, yeah, Price. Yeah, I saw it's a two S's, but you know what? There's more of me. That was I, I put on the docs. That was my fault. That that was I apologize. Eraser. Eraser. <laughs> we will, we'll fix it in post. Get eraser. European and U.S. car service at 4080 North Broadway. Is it auto service or is it car service? Uh, it's officially car service. Okay, so I got it right. All right. European, ding, 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 ding. Yeah, you get points. But then the website is European and U.S. Car service. Car service. Okay, so yeah. it's all that. Great. Yeah. Perfect. European and U.S. Funny. car service. And, and, and the, there's different ways to get through USA, European, USA, See? European, USA. Body. So, I mean, I didn't create any of those. Planet Googled it or whoever. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, I never did any of that. Somebody had European, to. European, U.S., dot com. That's okay. it. Europeanus.com. Yeah. Europeanandus.com? No. Europeanus.com. European Europeanus. Okay. Europeanus. Oh, yes. You told me about that. <laughs> What, another European day, another US. European US. US. Okay, that's uh, I'm gonna say it over and over again. European US dot com. Oh, I can see the fans out there doing their reading. <laughs> write um, it, write it down on a piece of paper. And I would recommend if folks, uh, I. I Honestly, Warren has gotten me out of so many uh, situations. Uh, I th- how many accidents have I had just in the time we've known each other in eight years? Well, you've had uh, three and a couple of unusual situations. Yes, and I-, I never hit anything. It was so funny. We were pulling in one time with the Prius, and there's that steep driveway, and Steve took the... He bottomed out. Some of the- okay, this is a good question. I-, I-, I need this, and so let's take a break here and come back to it. But how to make sure... That you're careful on speed bumps, on steep driveways with these low cars like the Prius, it's really hard to, to keep them in one piece. Isn't I have it? one word. What? Patience. Slow down. But sometimes it's you don't towards. need. Sometimes you don't need slow. Sometimes you don't need know that you need to slow down until you hit it. <laughs> well, that's when you're not paying attention. That's when you're texting while driving. But, but some of these speed bumps are not well defined. It's. True. You know no, what I mean? Well, they were put in to prevent... 
problems, but they've created a lot more than they've prevented. I think they need reflective paint. They need to be all yellow. They need to be. They need to be distinct from the pavement well, around them. Anything. I think something more reflective because yes. anything that you have out there is going to get dirty, stained, and icky. Yeah, that's so. That's very strange. Yeah, Let's take a break here. We'll, we'll talk about uh, speed bumps and steep driveways. I know people are absolutely riveted. Folks, call and rivets. Rivets. <laughs> call with your questions. Uh, if you have any comments, uh, we're talk- we, we can talk about anything. If you have a car question, Warren is our car guy. 773-763-9278 is a number to join the conversation. More in a moment on Driving It Home with me. This is WCPT 820, where facts matter. Hi, this is Kirk Bankstead from the Minocqua Brewing Company, and I sell Choice Hard Seltzer, an all-natural grapefruit-flavored booze that you can enjoy for only 100 calories a can. A percentage of the proceeds of every can of Choice Hard Seltzer you buy goes to reproductive rights organizations in the Chicagoland area. Enjoy a light, refreshing hard seltzer this summer and support reproductive freedom at the same time. Now available at Dino's Cardinal Liquors in Gurney, Illinois, and Sugar Beet Food Co-op in Oak Park, as well as in Chicago at Jarvis Square Tavern, Rogers Park, and Garfield's Beverage Express Wicker Park. Please drink responsibly. You're listening to Driving It Home with Patty Vasquez on WCPT 820. I am so excited to welcome Warren Price to the studio. Did I say it right? Price. 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 Only one us. From European and U.S. car service, uh, we were talking before the the break about uh, being patient. I get it. Uh, on a steep driveway or approaching speed bumps. Speed bumps are intended for you to slow the hell down anyway. Absolutely. But with with the driveways, I don't think you realize how steep it is until it's too late generally. Right. Generally, they're designed for stopping, slowing you down, you know, safer streets. For Every, speed bumps, yes. Yeah, everybody's happier. But if you don't approach them properly, oh. you're, you're in serious trouble. Yeah. Uh, they're the same thing as steep ramps or driveways going up where you bottom out as you go in. Yes. Uh, as a matter of fact, this is really funny. We had a guy come in last week with his Audi. And oh. um, he called me, he called, got me on the phone. He says, listen, I have a coolant issue. My coolant light came on and uh, I don't know what to do. I don't want to drive my car, so can you tow it in? So we towed the car in. We looked at it the next day and he said, yes, you definitely have a coolant leak. But the reason you have a coolant leak is you can't see it. It's behind your bumper, but he hit something, bottomed out, and crushed his control arms, the bottom of his radiator, the core support, the air conditioning condenser, oh, no, and no. did probably somewhere around $6,000 no. of the damage underneath that you could not see. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh. So all and that's a hard is, one to bring to your insurance company. It's not really. It's an accident. You know, any, but if, it's, if you're at fault, they, I mean, well, it you know, here's the thing, you know. Uh, the captain of the ship always really is looked down upon for having these uh, sure. accidents. So if you own the car, you're the captain of the ship, and you create something that's negligent because that's considered negligent. Yeah. You're not paying attention because there's no way he could say that he was doing something right when this happened. Right. The, the, he wasn't yeah. paying attention. The underneath, the, I mean, anything else, any damage around your car, yes, someone could have backed into your front end. It's yes. not always assumed. Yeah, that, yeah. Corners, if, right. if someone uh, sure. pulls in and out, and if you're front corner, back corner, you can always say that they did that parking. Yes. Or did you do a parking? 
Right, exactly. Yeah. There, you have some gray area there. Great. But the bottom of your car is 100% you. Especially front. Yeah. Cent- front and center. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yes, someone could get... Obviously, we're all having catalytic converter issues at someone coming in and... and well, that's, that's theft. That's yeah, not your fault. Exactly. Yeah. But... When you and and that's something else that you had to help me out with, like the the I would say the Odyssey was terrible too. It had that whole like plasticky thing on the front. You it was always the, flapping around. The, yeah. the lower valence in the front. Yeah. It, it, sometimes if you just lose a clip, yes, the wind at a high speed can start pulling down the splash shield. Eventually, it gets so low that you don't see the split the the speed bump and it just catches and it continues to catch and catch and eventually it's falling and then you're dragging something on, yeah. the, on Lakeshore Drive and, and I get out of my car and I lay on my back and scooch underneath and try to shove it back underneath. But the ice and snow get in there. Egg that all too. It okay, gets so in, in, in the winter, can you really be that? So that's another thing. Well, let's let's stay with the speed bumps and the because someone just texted uh, our friend Paul says besides slowing down at speed bumps and driveway entrances and exits, I try to ap- approach them at an angle. Absolutely. Good Paul. Smart move. That's what I do. When I go into them, I, I try and go, like, say, to the left side of the road, if it's a one-way street, even if it's a side street, you know, and there's no one in front of you, and then I angle in, and it takes one wheel at a time then. Yeah, it says... Yeah, enough to not have both front or rear left and right wheels go over them at the same, the same time. time. It's <laughs> right, you guys. Paul, good move, man. Uh, the rears can go over simultaneously, but the fronts definitely would be better so just off. Kinda, just because then you're tilting up and then bringing the other one over. Yeah, instead of having both rise and then fall potentially on the top of the speed bump. Uh, I just got a text uh, that came from my house because uh, Steve was somewhere. Hi, Steve. Hi, Steve. Uh, Steve was somewhere th- that had a lot of, uh, like, and I have, I've seen it on the traffic reports where potholes are just hitting a car after car is having to pull over with a flat. And, yes, I see And we're it. entering that, that time of year. It's right? that time of year. Once we hit our first snow, then our thaw, then our freeze, then our thaw. It's here, baby. Yeah. We got the Chicago holes. Okay, so now you've got a flat or something's happened to the undercarriage of your car. You got to pull over the side of the road. This is something I don't have. And as somebody who likes to be prepared, uh, some sort of lighting, something to let people know that you're on the side of the road. I know what to get you. What? Okay. A special light. A special light? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Not like a flare, right? Flare? No. Flare goes out. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, and a flare is, can catch fire. Mm-hmm. You need a flashlight that really has power and that's going to at least last for an hour. Do you have like something that like has a, a looks like an emergency light sure. so people you know? Get, you can get a flasher. Yeah, so people don't, because I've known of people being hit and killed because they're on the side of the road. I have stories about people oh. who have changed their tires yeah. on a two-lane highway oh, and been gosh. hit. Oh, gosh. Yes. No. Oh yeah, it's there's there's, Patty. I got stories that are even crazier. I believe it. I have stories where someone is driving down a highway, and they end up on the inside of the shoulder, hitting a vehicle on the wrong side of the car that's not exposed. <sighs> I don't even want to go there. Yeah. No. It's it's horrifying. I, uh, scary. It's scary. It's just it's life and death in a blink of an eye. It really is. I I saw some videos of uh, places in the country where they're not used to slippery roads. Some of the ice and the snow that came down and like these places. I think I don't know if it was in California because it looked like it was like some steep hills. Cars just slide. No, nothing they could do. Absolutely. I, I've nothing. been on a highway before where there was three of us in a car and all of a sudden 
the car starts turning mm-hmm. to the right. To the right. Yeah. To the right. There's nothing you can do. There's not a thing you could do, and it keeps going. Then you start sliding off yeah. into the nowhere land. Yeah. And thank God nothing happened to us that day. I, I was I, I was running late. I don't live far enough to really be getting in my car to drive here. But You could walk. I know I understand that, but it was like five oh one. It was already news was on. Okay. And so I need you to get late. over here. I was late, but it was snowing and I should have walked. I should have just been like, Hey, play some music for me. I got into my I got into my RAV and I took a, a left out on a Milwaukee Avenue and then I just started exactly like that. Just started uh-huh. going it was just like I was just drifting. I came this close I think I think you were listening. I came this close oh, to you a called. Jeep Cherokee. I was yeah. like <laughs> I saw Patty's heart coming out of her chest. <laughs> because really, all you could do is just uh, let go. I mean, you, you, you just don't don't hit the brakes real hard, right? Because then tap you really, em. yeah, you got to tap them, tap them, tap them, and pray. <laughs> that was exactly what I was doing. I was like, oh, please, 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 please. I don't want to hit that. <laughs> it's like when it's like when the toilet won't flush all the way and it keep, it's coming up. Like that's how I felt. Like no, 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 don't no, no, rise no, no, any no, no, further. No, 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 no. <laughs> I guess that I've caused some damage. We go from cars. The toilets, wow. Because for me, it's digestive. Because for me, I'm like, fight, I'm a fight or flight kind of person. Flight kicks in for me. I'm like, oh, I've got to use the restroom. <laughs> the stomach okay. acids, stomach acids. Is everybody taking notes? Yes, exactly. What happens to Patty when she's almost in an accident? Uh, but so when someone is in an accident, uh, We've talked about this before. Take pictures. Get the information. Make sure you're safe. Make sure you're safe first. Look at yourself. Yes. Yeah, you've got to look at yourself. Because here's, here's a crazy accident. Uh, Jane Doe has a, a, a car. She hits something at such speed, but she's holding the steering wheel so tight that the force of the impact moves her hands off the steering wheel mm. and her jewelry on her wrists no. tears apart the inside of her Wrists. Oh my God! And can create your veins to be blown. Oh my God! How do you like that one? That's, that's like. horrifying. Yes. See, this is where my stomach hurts when I think about yeah. having accidents. That, that's that's a friend of mine's mother had that happen. Oh my God! Is she all right? Yeah. Okay. She 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 came through Surgeries. that all right. She all right. came through that all right. Oh my God! It was a long time ago, but that was an accident that occurred. I know it happened that oh. day. Well, I, when I was hit, this is before you and I met. I was driven. I had a I had a Honda CRV. You told me the Honda story. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I, Tell got the by, fans. I, I got hit by. I was on ninety in Schaumburg, and this is how long ago it was. I think it was the second Twilight movie. Roger Battish from WGN News at eleven o'clock was talking about the sale ticket sales because people, you know, this with the, these movies that were breaking records at the time. Mm-hmm. So I know it was eleven <clears> o'clock at night and. And then all of a sudden, it was like an explosion. Like I, it, it, all I, I, it felt like I was being attacked, and my car just started spinning across. And all I could think was, and I kept seeing lights. So I thought I was going to get hit by 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 a semi. I just thought that was it. I thought I was done. And I ended up in a ditch on the side. And I was facing the Motorola building. You know, what I'm talking about them mm-hmm, on, sure. on 90. And uh, and it's I not there anymore. Yeah, I, I was driving by. I'm like, where's that building that I always talk about? Uh, but I and and I started calling 911. I didn't. I couldn't. Articulate articulate anything i was just like i and the whole passenger side was crushed into me and they had to cut it open and take me out on a bodyboard but my the and i had all like soft tissue and and you know disc dam like, thank god yes but uh my therapist said that like i was pushing on the brakes so hard that i had jammed my leg up into my hip yeah. and it was shorter than my other leg yeah yeah that was that was a strange uh, yeah. uh, on uh the second i took my daughter claire to uh the airport and uh came oliver to the airport and we were driving down 294 
And all of a sudden, on our left, we heard this loud blowout. And this vehicle came crossing. We were all the way to the right. It came across three lanes of traffic oh. past us. It blew out. It hit the wall. And then we, we, thank God, didn't have to hit it. And we just were on our merry way to get to the oh, airport. My. But, but but you could hear the noise, and it was very scary. That's terrifying. And there wasn't a lot of traffic. Yeah. Oh, I was I was so lucky. There was no. This is around Thanksgiving time in 2010, and it was a Porsche Cayenne. He had fallen asleep behind the wheel. He was on uh, amphetamines and anti anxiety medication. He was doing good. <laughs> and uh, yeah. It's it was just surreal. I really thought my life was over, and that's the thing. You have to be careful. Uh, we're talking to Warren Price. He's the owner, the founder of European and U.S. Car Service over at forty eighty North Broadway. You can you can go to europeanus.com. Yes, you can. From Andy, I have a high mileage car that's considered a sports sedan. I recently had the springs and struts replaced. Now the vehicle kicks and handles like an empty one-ton pickup truck. The shop says they mounted the original specification springs. Where can I go to get a second option? I don't know. Where do you live? All right, let's see. He's in the uh, he's in the 312, so he might be in the Chicago area. What kind of area. car? He's, well, he'll text us and let us know what kind of car yeah, because there's different options for different years, makes, models. Okay. So so he's high mileage, meaning he's put a lot of miles on so the So let's say today. he's got 150,000 plus miles. Okay. And he's got new shocks and springs. Are they in the front or the rear? Right. Let us know all the information, Andy. Maybe get a call and talk this out with with uh, Warren. Yeah, there's or questions. Give, give him a call. At his, I'm going to uh, put you on the witness stand. Where's the? What's the number to the uh, to the the shop? Seven seven three two four eight one two zero zero two four eight. One two zero zero. One two zero zero. So that way I have it in front of me too. That's you have it on speed dial. I do have it on speed dial. Do, oh, you have my cell phone. I have, I have, I have your number. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I can just go call Warren to my phone. Oh, so don't don't do that right now. Uh, another texture uh, coming from inside my house also says uh, another way uh, buy silver cars that match duct tape, which is something we got away with for a while. <laughs> oh my God, we had the best duct tape on your car. Yes, we did. I have black duct duct, duct tape at the ho- at the store now too. For, uh, just in case a black car comes in, <laughs> that's not how he repairs cars. It's just it's just a tied you. No, it's yes, it's definitely a band aid. It's a band aid. Uh, to Andy's question though, before I, I, I move on, we get more information. I want to take a break, but I, I want to ask you um, if he finds that the place didn't do the right job. He doesn't have any. Does he have any recourse with an with an auto shop? Sure, it if, all depends like, on who the shop is too. All right, how reputable are they? And Warren's going to give him a call. He's going to take a look at the car. And go, He's going to hey, have to call me. There you go. Call Warren seven seven three. Two four eight twelve hundred. More after this with Warren Price from European News and U.S. Car Service, forty eighty North Broadway. You're listening to WCPT eight twenty because facts matter. Vasquez is taking your calls now at seven seven three seven six three nine two seven eight. Driving it home with Patty Vasquez now on WCPT eight twenty. We are hanging out with Warren Price, European and U.S. Car Service. Go to europeanus.com. And we've got, uh, let's see, I'm looking at some of the text coming in. People should always run their headlights because there's always something on the road, especially crossing Ogden Avenue. I, I, I do tend to turn my headlights on all the time. You know what makes my mom Your crazy? high beams? Not my high beams. Your headlights. Just my lights. All the time, yeah. yeah. I just tend to, out of habit, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Plus, sometimes there's a like, Hubbard, have them on. Hubbard, they, they the Hubbard Cave and I don't know. 
Yeah. You know, I, you know, my mom really hates is when she's in the car with me and Steve gets annoyed with this too. Just like sometimes when it's raining a little bit and I turn the windshield wipers on and then the rain slows down and it's, they're still going. I, I don't know. For some reason, I, maybe I just think they're soothing. You get transfixed. I get, I do. You get I don't, you zone I don't notice in. It. I don't notice yeah. it. No. Yeah. It makes them crazy. It makes me crazy. Oh, really? Yeah. So I, I, I turn right off. I'd rather hit this thing just for a single wipe. <laughs> Then go, <laughs> Turn it out as needed. You're as needed kind as of guy. Needed, yeah. Well, speaking of that too, uh, we people do need. Uh, you know, we were we we're lucky that the storm wasn't as severe as it was possibly could have been. But what about the last five days with the rain we had? Oh my gosh! If we and the had, fog. if we had snow the last few days with the the, the rain that came down, it, it would have been five feet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank the God. moisture. Yeah, we have very lucky. Hey, public, I hate the snow. I know. Did you, go, did you leave town for somewhere warmer during the Christmas holiday? No. No? No. <laughs> no. No. We, no. Oh, all right. I thought maybe you headed down to Mexico or something. No, I'm trying to, to figure out a, a spring trip for that. The timing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, folks uh, should still be prepared for when it does snow heavily. The fluids in their cars, right? Make sure you have good windshield wipers, right? Wipers are vital. Yeah. Washer solvent, vital. Yeah. You need to have it. And it's got to be 100% blue. Don't mix any water with it. Who's, who's mixing water? Who's ma- Some people actually dilute it. Folks, this is not your shampoo in the shower. It's only $2 a bottle yeah, unless you go to a certain station. Yeah. I, and then it's three or four times as much. It's probably something they saw on TikTok. But it's still important. It's yeah. still important. Are you seeing, do you ever, do you ever scroll on TikTok at all, get sucked into some of these things? Never. Okay, good. But there are folks that have like different solutions for when you're, you know, the ice is on, like spraying, rubbing alcohol on your windshield and things like that. But then people are like, what about the paint? Yeah. there's yeah. You, you, You're supposed to use brake fluid and to rub the spots on your paint. Oh, really? No. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what brake fluid's made out of. It, I was... it, it eats paint. Oh, how about these? I've also seen folks who do the, uh, it's almost like a, a plunger when they've got a dent and they try oh, to pull out yes, the... Yes, I have one at the do shop. Do you really? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. It's, it's small. It's different. And the thing about it is it, you don't push it to suck it out. You, you put it on, you put pressure on it, and then you lock it in, okay. and then pull. And it works sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah, I don't think yeah. the one on my bumper, I don't think it's going to work on that one. Bumpers are very hard to do because they're plastic. plastic. Yeah. They yeah. don't give like metal does. Yeah. You see metal, you could actually get a bounce to it. Plastic isn't going to do that. Well, that was the other thing on the Prius. I, I I've sh- you know, you've seen some of the scratches. That was because of some, and you must get these two parking spots that have like massive pillars and they're really tight spots and people think they can get into them. And I was wedged against one of these pillars one time. I was like, I don't. Why? Why? Because I was in a hurry to get oh, to the show. Okay. I know, because I was running Don't say word, patience. <laughs> I was. That's how I got out of there without more damage along yeah. the entire side of my car. I, I had to climb out of the pa- the passenger side to take a look at it and see what what was happening, and I was like, I don't I don't know how this ends. I just kind of I was very patient and yeah. I did not do more damage to the car. You're lucky compared to because it had bounce though, it it did push in, and then when I released it from the pillar, the it's cement you pillar, had pressure on it. Not you didn't pound it, you <sighs> pressured it. Yeah, I just I stopped breathing for a few minutes. I, yeah. I, I've gone up to cars that have dents on them, uh-huh. so the dent is let's say to the left of the door. And you go to the right of it, and you slap the flat, you, and you have to slap it hard, and the vibration of the metal might make the dent pop back really? out. Really? Yeah. Look at you knowing the, the zen of cars. It's a trick. The yeah. feng shui, the energy of a car. Feng shui, hey, I, just, yeah. I just see you rubbing your hands like a, like no, a I roll my eyes. Mr. Miyagi. Not Mr. In, uh, Miyagi. In, Mr. in the Karate Kid, right, when he's going to fix his back. Yeah. <laughs> he's rubbing yeah. your hands together. <laughs> 
You remember Mr. Miyagi when it comes I to cars? I do know Miyagi, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the Amazon. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> we are hanging out with Warren with Warren Price from European and U.S. Car Service over by there at 4080 North Broadway. Uh-huh. Uh, when you find yourself in a autom- an automobile situation, uh, you can give him a call at 773-248-1200. And, uh, and you know, I have AAA. Do you, do you for towing? For towing, well, I have AAA for what all the things that okay. come with it. Fifty dollars a year. I've had, my mom has always signed me up for like a family membership. No, it's definitely a positive thing to have. I think so. I think my towing, like ours, it's like for five miles anywhere within five miles. I you tow can for free. Pay up. There's a hundred mile scenario that it's a little bit more, and it's actually worth it to have that. Yeah. There's no question about it. I have been, I'll tell you something. Every single time I've had to use AAA or your guys, every tow truck driver has been phenomenal. Like, phenomenal. And, and but I, have, I have the best tow driver. Yes. Carl from CJR. Hey, Carl. Maybe maybe he's listening. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Rain X works very well on windshields for a few months, then reapply, and always have lights running. Yes. Agreed. There you go. Andy has not uh, let us know what uh, what kind of car he has. Andy, let us know what that car is to to find out. Yeah, I'm interested in hearing what your car is doing. Is it floating all over? With the springs and the struts? With the springs and the struts, yeah. I had a 76 Toyota Corolla was my first car. That's not true. My first car was a Brat, a Subaru. Brat. You should have kept it. I know. They're I worth didn't money. know. I know. Well, so was my so for, so was my All Volkswagen. All your brats are worth something. But so yeah, and so was my '82 uh, Volkswagen Rabbit. Apparently, is worth money. Yes. I know. Both my cars that I had in the '80s were, are worth money now. The the Brat was. Uh, yeah, I should have kept that. It was kind of a fun little the car. The tiniest pickup truck in town. Yeah, for folks who don't know, it had like a little plastic cab and the, or fiberglass right. probably. It was a tiny little pickup truck. Um, it, it, it was it was rough. It was, it needed a lot of work. It had a lot of rough texture yeah. to the uh, bed in the back. Yeah, and it was it was blue. And so the second car I had, and I wasn't ready for stick shift. That was the thing too. It was stick shift. Um, by the time I got to my Rabbit GTI, I was ready for stick shift. Mm-hmm. I just at fifteen when I was had my permit, wasn't time. So I had a, I had a seventy six Toyota Corolla that was so badly rusted all over. I think I showed you a picture. Someone had the same model restored. I used to see it. I'm my way to the station. Back in downtown. those days, the uh, some of the cars that were built oh. and where they were built, right? They used scrap metal melted down to build the to pour the steel to yeah. make them. So whenever I, see, I hear about struts, I so I was on my way to school one day, and and believe me, there were other things wrong with this car. There were times when there, were, there was smoke coming out from underneath the hood, and I had to get out and like use a pen to open the little flappy thing on the filter. <laughs> Tell me the Kennedy. I was on the traffic report several times. You should have gone to the auto mechanics, but you could have taken that my course dad, at Lane. My, yeah, they, Mr. Shoffness was the teacher, and he lived across the alley from me, and I didn't want to have a teacher that lived across the alley from me. Yeah, there, yeah, there's that's a little Weird. bit too much. It was too much, uh, but I my dad showed me how to fix it, do a temporary fix on it, and I just pop the hood. But one day I was on my way to school, and the the hood flies open, and uh, yeah, I know. So I, I get out and I look around. I don't know what's wrong, so I'm like, "Well, I got to get to school." So I get a bungee cord and just bungee the the hood down. I get to school. That's actually a good piece of equipment to leave in oh, your car. What the oh, always have a bungee to have cord. Have a bungee cord, always. at least one. Uh, by the time I got home, so I went to school, made it, didn't really notice anything, got back, and the tire was like at an angle, like at a 35-degree angle to the car. It was a strut. The strut had popped up through the, I don't know how I made well, it. Well, the strut's connected to a control arm in the big. hub, which goes to the wheel. There's like a multiple of parts. Yeah. 
you probably needed a little more than just the one item. I did get uh, I did get forty bucks from uh, what's that place that takes your car away and gives you the the, the uh, victory victory uh, auto records. Yeah, they got forty. They gave me forty bucks for my uh, my seventy six Toyota Corolla. They bought it for weight. <laughs> Melt it down. <laughs> I, and I donated. I did do a cars for kids donation. I did the. Uh, That's a great thing. Cars yeah. for kids is really a good program. It's a really yes, Let's it talk is. about that when we come back. Seven seven three seven six three nine two seven eight. Give us a call if you have any questions or comments, which I've got a couple coming in on the text screen, and we've got a couple of callers on hold. We'll continue our conversation with the sponsor of Driving It Home, uh, all things uh, conversation and our traffic, Warren Price from European and U.S. Car Service. Okay. Go to europeanus.com. Tune into the Tom Hartman Radio Program, your home for news, opinion, and insight, right here on WCPT 820, where facts matter. Chicago's Progressive Talk, WCPT 820, where facts matter. Patty Vasquez is taking your calls now at 773-763-9278. Driving it home with Patty Vasquez now on WCPT 820. And we are driving it home with European and U.S. car services Executive director. I don't know what's your title. President, founder, uh, founder, president, guy, genius. No, 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 no. <laughs> so the mastermind far. behind no. European and U.S. car service. <laughs> <laughs> it's Warren Price. Join us in studio. Go to europeanus.com. That is correct. To find out about the great work that they do, and I've I've been coming to Warren for my car needs and and friendship. Plus, he's got a great pizza joint across the street. Michael's. Michael's, yep. Sorry I didn't bring it tonight. They were, okay. I, I had to leave early. Hey, I, I've got... My husband has been making soup all day, and it's so I've got soup waiting and for me. And what kind? Uh, it's split pea with fresh ham from Christmas. Did so. he grind it down, all the peas? And, uh, or, or, you mean, did he mash them? Because my mom used to make the best pea soup in the world. I'll, I'll make it to go to container for you sometime and see what you think. I will be more than happy to take the challenge. It smells really good today. Okay. He, he loves... He's a, he, it's soup weather, so he's... he's He's doing it up. Uh, he was asking uh, which car of mine had the hole in the floor. That would be the overly rusted, Toyota. falling apart Toyota. You yeah. could use any key to get into my car. So some of my classmates would drink in my car. I didn't know that. And uh, What were they drinking? Uh, if I recall correctly, I want to say high, they were gold cans. Uh, so I want to say High Life. Miller. Yeah. And uh, and I want to say Core Silver. I remember there, I wasn't a drinker in high Chris school. Chris was multicolored. Yeah. Silver cans, silver cans, course. Black, red. Yeah, yeah. And also the the keys would fall out of the ignition if I hit a bump too hard. Okay. They're just I could just be driving with no keys in the ignition. Didn't you steal a street sign to put on the floor so you could at least have a piece <laughs> of sheet metal underneath your feet? No. no, it's funny that you say that because my friend I'm not gonna say any names. I know it's been thirty years, but my friend uh, statute just, of limitations. He stole a stop sign, uh-huh. uh, and I thought oh, so it was funny that he had it in his bedroom. I was like, that's perfect because girls can tell you stop. It says so right there. <laughs> My friend Checo, uh, but I uh, I love it was my favorite car. I would say it was my favorite car till my my CRV, and then I love the the uh, f- the Prius, and then uh, my Rav is fantastic. Ravs are great. Yeah. Yeah. The Odyssey. I told you what my problem was with the Odyssey. It was a necessity at the time, also. But I hated that color. I I love driving that. I hated it was that dark color. Blue, right? No, I wish that would have been what great. Was it? it was that that uh, seafoam green that week. Well, that, I always saw it. It looked blue to me because it must have been. No. The dirt that I was would. on it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's not let's not make this personal. Dave, Dave from Hoffman Estates has a question for you. Hey, Dave, what's your question for Warren? Hey, Patty. Hey, Warren. When you mentioned about uh, tap, tap, tapping on the brakes, now were those the 
before the anti-lock brakes? Oh, for when you're sliding and you're not able yeah, to control. It actually doesn't matter. The anti-lock brakes, if you're in a real jam, you slam on your brakes, they're going to activate and they're going to pulsate. But if you're going into a potential issue, you could just tap your brakes yourself and not engage them. Because once you engage them, then you're in lock position. So I, I, I tend to tap first. But then again, every different braking situation is different for everybody. You don't know what you're going to need to do. You just have to think about how you're going to do it when you're doing it. It's tough to react, and it's tough to make that decision. Yeah, because sometimes, like, even when I come up to them signs, and it feels like when I pop it in the neutral, so the wheels ain't pulling. The neutral move is the move. Okay, everybody? This guy hit it on the head. When you're approaching a stoplight... Listen, I'm serious. You hit it. Oh, I, I grew up in the UP. We had a lot of slippery roads. And all when that. when you pop it into neutral, when you're going to be sliding, it takes all, it, it eliminates everything. You're just wheels. There's no weight or strength to the car to move you any further, and you stop quicker and easier. Yeah. Hey, Warren, and one last thing to get to others. And uh, you mentioned about Rain-X. Growing up up there, two guys had a, uh, they, they cut a potato in half. They rubbed it on the windshield and wiped it. It was kind of like a natural Rain-X that, emergency. That's uh, that's a good. That's organic and it uh, something I've never heard of. But it's interesting to try. What what kind of potato? I don't know, russet. I <laughs> In the world. Well, is it you know a Yukon Gold or russet? Is it a baked potato? Sweet potato? No, no, it's a raw one. <laughs> I know. In an emergency, you know, they got a busted wiper and they just <laughs> smeared that on their windshield and then wiped it off. Okay. You know, that stuff, you know, you, you don't know. know. <laughs> you never know. Anyway, let me turn off. Have a good one, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we have, we do have an update from Andy. Vicki, I'll get to you in one moment. Let me get to this text as well before I forget because I'm like the dog from Up Squirrel. Uh, Andy says, uh, so this is back to the uh, sports the sedan. Yes. Uh, my car is a 2007 95 Arrow with 267,000 miles. I bought it with 126,000 miles six years ago. A good shop replaced the springs and struts. Handling was always smooth. Now it's jittery, jumpy, and rough. The shop thinks it's all in my head. I'll call Warren in the next day or so. Thank you, Andy. Well, Andy, the, you know, calling is one thing. If you live in the city, let's go for a ride. Come on over to 4080 North Broadway. Uh, we'll go for a ride. We can go on Lakeshore Drive. We, we, I've got some uh, spots where I can hit bumps and get a feel for it. Uh, bring with you your invoice if you're planning on doing that, and we need to know if they put in original equipment or aftermarket, and what type of aftermarket parts did they put on, because there's different levels of aftermarket parts. Outstanding. See? I love this. Uh, by the way, uh, our friend Todd in Naperville says, uh, Miss My Baby, 1989 Buick Electra. Nice card. 225 I don't know. He didn't say. I'm gonna, I don't, you'll have to take a look at the picture. I'll show you the okay. break. All right. It looks like I, I you know, I, I was in a Buick once when the, it was a, an 80s Buick as well. My husband's uh, mom's car, uh, Cutlass. It was a big car. Cutlass is great. You had yeah, a four-door or two-door? It was a four-door. Okay. And the, the brakes went out. I was like, okay, roll to a stop, roll to a stop, roll to a stop. I was fine. Yeah. It was a little scary. Hey, Vicky in Villa Park, what's on your mind? Hey, Patty. I just got a, I heard the shout-out for Professor or Mr. What did we call them? Mr. Chalkness back at Lane. Oh, my gosh. And yes. I'm like, 
somebody else from the city that remembers back in the day what it used to be like. Wow. He, yeah, he lived across the alley from me. Yeah, he lived across the alley from me in uh, Norwood Park. And the idea of like seeing my teacher, I never had auto shop with him. I didn't want it to, you know. So, yeah, I, that would have been too weird for me. It, it was so he, weird to watch. He was definitely one to watch out for. Like I say, the, the like horror movie level come over. Yes! And- I was just about to say that! Oh my God. <laughs> I, did, I didn't. Hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of equipment, like diagnostic, whatever that was back in 1980, diagnostic equipment. All At the shop? In the shop that you could not touch, yeah. do not touch. Yeah. Why did he have it if you couldn't touch it? I didn't want to. I didn't want to speak ill of somebody who I don't think he's probably not around. But I heard terrible things about him as a teacher, and I didn't. Yeah. I got stories. I got it. I got to say this because of him. I took apart a carburetor and I put it back together. It's useless to me now. <laughs> anybody else? <laughs> what kind of carburetor? Yeah. What kind of carburetor? I can't remember. Right? Do you still have the carburetor? No, no, no. It was in the class. Oh, in the class. Oh, okay. Yeah, you'd put one on a bench and take it apart and put it back together. Uh-huh. And there was some, some other part that I can't remember anymore. The jets? <laughs> the diaphragm? He used to make us go up and down Western Avenue to all the car dealerships to put together like a big notebook binder with all the car sales stuff that we could find. So you used to go down Western Avenue, you would stop at Barron's, Lincoln Mercury, Z Frank, uh, the Ford dealer, there was an American Motors place up there. Yeah, Western Avenue was filled with all those dealerships. Yeah. 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 And And that was our class assignment. Yeah. Just our term paper. (laughs) Did you pass? Go go to the car dealer and ask for their promotional materials and put it together in a binder and make it look good. See, this is a silly task, Warren. I'm just sorry. That's that's an A. All right. It's something for him to do. Vicki, have you been back to Lane to see what the car shops are, the auto shops are now? I just know that it's all gone. It's all gone, and it's a music. You know what? I'll try to find a way. I'll try to find the photos, but it's a music room. Close that stuff down. All the shops are pretty much gone. They do they do hydroponics and some of the rooms. The foundry is now a ceramics. uh, Like they have a ceramics furnace in there. Yeah. So they make tile. Ouch! Ouch! I'm so mad about that. I'm in DuPage County now, and the schools that had vocational training have also ripped out all the the auto shop and whatever else. We need to talk about that. I wasn't interested in that when I was 14 years old, but looking back, I, what a gift that you could walk out of high school into a journeyman position. Yeah. Who'd you have for a wood shop? Support a family. And that's all, that's all gone because we're all supposed to go to college now. And I did, you know, and And be in debt. Yeah. I got got news for you guys. We need vocational education. Yeah. Bad, badly. <laughs> we all need a good mechanic. Exactly. Yes. Mechanics today can make major money. Uh-huh. Who did you have for Woodshop, Vicky? Oh, what was his name? He always mispronounced everybody's last name. Oh. And he was Italian, but it wasn't a real Italian name. And he was short, and he kept his thin hair for a real fine buzz cut and it was in wait it was in it was in the southeast corner okay uh where you went in when you went in through the southeast corner of the building where the jewel is and all that yep. now 
by the parking lot there, and he was on like the left side of that those doors, the first room, and whatever his name. If somebody remembers, God bless you. Well, it, here's the thing: being 14 years old, and all of a sudden we are using it like band saws, table saw, saws, r- routers, drill Love presses. It. it was it was it, it, it was fun. It, it was intense. <laughs> well, nobody nobody lost a finger or anything. I know. Isn't that crazy? Lucky. <laughs> it was not a very nice one either. So when then we had like a guest teacher and we went in somebody else's wood shop and they were so much better than whatever this guy's name was. My, my uh, Mr. Verbakis was my wood shop teacher. He was fantastic and so kind and patient with all the students. I loved him. We could go on and on about all the teachers. Uh, did you have a question for, for Warren, Vicki? I wish I did. I was wrecking my brain like That's okay. I drive a little cheap Nissan, and I guess the one question is, so I've been driving Nissan since 1980-something, and they used to always say, like, oh, that's a foreign car, and then we'd be like, it's built in Kentucky. And they'd be like, well, we can't work on foreign cars. And I'm just, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I guess somebody who's in the business, if they have an opinion, because I still kind of run into a little bit of that nowadays. Well, uh, the name of my company is European yep. in U.S. So and I was also going to change it to Euro and Euro and Asian in U.S. car right, service, right. Eurasian in U.S. It's but, a lot. Uh, yeah, there's a lot. But a lot of cars today, period, no matter what manufacturer, are made in the United States. Yeah. There's manufacturers for almost every make there is. Mercedes, yeah. BMW, Toyota. Nissan, uh, Hyundai's, uh, there's, and there's a lot of companies that cross over parts, right? Uh, like Jeeps use Chrysler parts, Dodge uses Chrysler they're parts. Interchangeable. Yeah, there are a lot of yeah. inter- interchangeable parts, but uh, they're manufactured by groups that distribute to a variety of different vehicles. She's in uh, Villa Park. Uh, so, but but I'm selling you. Vicky. Anyone else work on your Nissan? Yeah, it should Anybody. be getting better. Yeah, yeah. You don't still have the 85, do you? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I w- if you did, I would say good job. Right? Yeah. Yeah. No. You know, it was like the Sentra. I thought the Sentra was as low as you could go, and then a few years ago, I needed a new car, and I found out that Nissan will go even lower than a Sentra. What? Oh, for price point. <laughs> price point and functionality like there's no mirror on the visor and uh that's that's just a, you're buying a car for driving yeah. not, not for putting Vanity. your makeup right. on yeah yeah it's a good car it's a good car actually but what what which one did you get the versa the, the versa the versa those are cute yeah it works it gets get good gas mileage and decent service you know I, Eighty-five thousand miles. I finally had to do the brakes, and that's uh, a tribute to you. Wow, that is a tribute to you driving because no car gets eighty-five thousand miles uh, with its brakes. I'm sure I owe it all to Mr. Chalkness. (laughs) 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 That's too funny. (laughs) <laughs> All right, I'll quit. I'll quit and let you guys talk cars. Well, I don't really have any good cars. Call, call and, and uh, reminisce about Lane Tech anytime. Have a great rest of your day, okay, Vicky. Thanks, Patty. Thank you. Bye. Talk to you later. Let's take a break here. We'll take uh, Dave, David's uh, call when we come back. We're hanging out in studio with Warren Price from European and U.S. Car Service. You go to europeanus.com. Europeanus.com. Or, or call 773-248-1200. Uh, and the shop is located at 4080 North Broadway, over by there near Irving Park Road. You got that. More in a moment on WCPT 820 Heartland Signal. Because facts matter. You are listening to WCPT 820. 
Hi, this is Kirk Bankstead from the Manaqua Brewing Company, and I sell Choice Hard Seltzer, an all-natural grapefruit-flavored booze that you can enjoy for only 100 calories a can. A percentage of the proceeds of every can of Choice Hard Seltzer you buy goes to reproductive rights organizations in the Chicagoland area. Enjoy a light, refreshing hard seltzer this summer and support reproductive freedom at the same time. Now available at Dino's Cardinal Liquors in Gurney, Illinois, and Sugar Beet Food Co-op in Oak Park, as well as in Chicago at Jarvis Square Tavern, Rogers Park, and Garfield's Beverage Express Wicker Park. Please drink responsibly. You're listening to Driving It Home with Patty Vasquez on WCPT. And we've been hanging out with Warren Price from European U.S. Car Service at 4080 North Broadway. You can go to europeanus.com. And uh, we love having him on at least every month, whenever you're available, Warren. I, stop well, by. I called in the other day, and yeah. we, we were on for a while. Yeah, you know? that was very fun. I had to do a happy holidays, too. Well, I believe that's what David's calling for as well. Hey, David, what's on your mind? Hi, Patty. Hi, Warren. Uh, Happy New Year, and I wish you nothing but a better year with Declan. Thank you. Thank you, yeah. Um, Number one, I love your laugh. I wish I could bottle it. (laughs) Down. But um, I want to see if you know who I'm talking about. I grew up with a Ricky Masterly. Yes. Yes. He worked for me. Warren. Warren should know Ricky rather. Well. I know Ricky. Ricky went to high school. He graduated two years after I did at Amundsen. Exactly. I went to Amundsen, too. When did you graduate, Dave? Uh, uh, 69. Okay. So you you were before. Okay. Let's see here. So did you know uh, Carlton, Yosel, uh, uh, who else? The, uh Oh, God, there are so many guys. Look at us having high school memories. Yeah, I'm trying to dig out my brain from the the, the 69 graduating class. Uh, Dickie O'Brien, Sam Kelly, uh, Tony Pavlados. uh, You're you're picking my brain now, so. Oh, yeah, I'm working it. I'm working it. Uh, Oh, my God, Debbie Harmon. Um, she was, oh, Debbie Harmon. My brother went out with Debbie Harmon. Okay, what's your last name, Look Dave? <laughs> Miller. I'm sorry? Did you know Kennedy Miller? 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 Did you know Susie Hart? Yes. You know Susie Hart? Yes. Look at this. Okay, Kennedy went out with her, too. No way. Carolyn Rose. Carolyn Rose. Woo! Wow, look at you guys. I love this. Carolyn Rose was was a dish. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You know it. I wanted to say. Did you hang out at the um, cellar or the snack? Uh, a little bit of both until I found out the snack shop that the grill master spit on the grill to see if it was hot after that. Oh, that I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we're far enough away from that now. Oh, yeah. One thing I did want to say, Patty, is I do have a four-word or an eight-word definition for the Magamorans. Okay. Do what we do, what we say, not what we do. Absolutely. And what's been going on for the last couple of days has been they should have their own comedy routine. I swear to God, you, you should uh, should train them a little bit to do a little better for some more laughter. It is it is absolutely insane. And Warren was telling me he he was reading up on what happened in the house today, and it's it's it's, it's, it's sad. It's sad. It's very sad. They had an opportunity to really make a big jump forward, a leap forward, and they're not leaving. Nope. Yeah, and not to jump around because I know you only got a couple of minutes before the devils come on, but um, and I like breaks help your business really well because as far as I'm concerned. They can keep 
I go off of regular brakes, and you panic, you hit the brake, it locks, you're done. You know, it's it's no coming back. So no, you, you can't. But, uh, I'm 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 driving a 2012 Camry with 287,000 miles, almost 270. Or no, what is it? Let me see. Oh, no. 280. <laughs> He's looking at the things. Hey, don't drink and drive. 70, 70, yeah. 287, 773, and it runs like a top. Nice. Toyota makes a great product. Yeah, you were saying something about brakes. The first set of brakes I put on this car was a hundred and Thank you so much for calling, Dave. I'm so glad you guys got that to catch up. Dave, thank you very much. To Amundsen, we pledge <laughs> our loyalty and love. Absolutely. Absolutely. I will definitely call again. Oh, I love it. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm glad you got a couple more hours. We need you to get you another one, but I, I know your husband won't. <laughs> no, we're good. I think we're going to stick it, too. I appreciate it, though. He's right now. He's like, no. Take care. Take care. Thank you so much. Be safe. I, you, too. Warren, thank you so much for joining us. Kathleen, you got to call next time. i got to turn the station over because the Devil's Advocates are coming up next. Thank you, Lady B. Warren, everyone go to EuropeanUS.com to find love out. Love you, Patty. And thank you to our sponsors at Manaqua Brewery as well as Kids Above All. Bye, everybody. Have a great night. Bye-bye.